the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, July the 19th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On July 19, 2005, President George W. Bush announced his choice of Federal Appeals Court Judge John G. Roberts, Jr., to replace Supreme Court Justice Sandra, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor. Now, Roberts ended up succeeding um, Chief Justice William Rehnquist, who died in September of 2005. Then Samuel Alito followed O'Connor. Today in 1969, Apollo 11, its astronauts, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins, went into orbit around the moon. Today, in 1993, President Bill Clinton announced a policy allowing gays to serve in the military under a compromise dubbed Don't Ask, Don't Tell, Don't Pursue. Today, in 2016, Republicans meeting in Cleveland nominated Donald Trump as their presidential standard bearer. He made some brief remarks in a videotaped uh, message They're replaying that now in the news. Everything, everything the news can do, the media, so-called news, the news media can do to destroy this man. I've never seen anything like this in my life. In fact, I've rarely read about it in the past. I'll tell you, they hate Trump. They're after him. Anyway, he made the remarks Uh, He thanked the delegates. This was in 2016, today. He thanked the delegates, and then he said, this is a movement, but we have to go all the way. Now, his adversaries out there are, the last few days, have been reminding people of of this statement that he made. And they're kind of um, uh, talking about, you know, what could he possibly have meant by go all the way? What does that mean? And they're attaching all kinds of possibilities to that, like take over the government, blah, blah, blah. It's just insane. And then they've been quoting, and again, today in 2020, President President Donald Trump refused to publicly commit to accepting the results of the upcoming election. A snarly, snarly Chris Wallace, I I remember this, I saw it, in fact, this snarly Chris Wallace, who was let go from Fox News and went to CNN, and then he had a problem with them, and I don't know whatever happened to him. But anyway, he uh, he he was drilling, trying to really grill Trump about is he going to accept the outcome of the of the uh, election. This was in 2020. So Trump said that it was too early to make any such guarantee that he didn't know if he would accept. The results that he said, because he said, I don't know that I trust the people counting the ballots. So they're using that. That's in back in the news, and they're quoting him a lot today. I'll tell you, we live in unusual, unprecedented, perilous times. I was reading earlier this morning, as I do every morning. I was reading in Psalms this morning, this book of Psalms. Psalm 16, verse 11. That will show me the path 
of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 18 continues. So I will love the Lord. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Our enemies are many today, particularly if we are people of faith. And I believe many of you, most of you, perhaps, hopefully all of you who are listening are. If you are not, you can become a person of faith because these are testing times for everybody. Everyone is being tested today. There is just a major assault on everything that is good and wholesome and righteous and virtuous. Everything. And we've got to take a stand. And we've got to stand for what is good. And that is the Lord. And we've got to have a relationship with him in order to have that that place in, in, in our life and in, in God's greater plan. So many people... When asked, are you religious or are you you know, a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. I live in America or whatever. But I'm talking about that personal relationship where we recognize our sin and we ask Jesus Christ. We believe in our hearts and we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ was indeed God in the flesh and he died for our sins. He was crucified for our sins. A penalty had to be paid. Actions have consequences. Sin is death. And all of us have sinned. So all of us would die eternally. Be separated from God in eternity. And God provided for us a way, and that is through Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, that we accept him by asking him, by recognizing that he is who he said he was, and that he did what he said he would do. And many witnesses saw him after he was resurrected from the dead. I mean, many. There's no really no question in an honest mind about whether Christ returned. I mean, there were hundreds who saw him and had contact with him after he had died. So he has resurrected from the dead, and we accept him as our Savior because we've sinned, and the penalty must be paid. All have sinned. And if we have not accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, we must do so. Because that's what true Christianity, biblical Christianity, is all about. We simply ask him to forgive us of our sins and and to become our Savior. And we can walk in the life, we can walk in the reality that God would have us to walk in of God is in control. God is all of these things that we read in Scripture. God is our rock, our fortress, and so on. That's how we get through these days. It's very, very difficult. I was reading earlier this morning. There's a, there's a, uh, a, a survey that's been, been, they've been doing. Google is part of it. I, I, I don't have a lot of trust for Google, but Google is part of it. And they were, they were talking about some of the what kids are are, are googling uh, and and looking at uh, on the internet. And um, the, this survey was it's it's called a school makes me and then there's a whole all kinds of options school makes me depressed school makes me feel worthless 
School makes me tired. School makes me feel empty. School makes me stressed. School makes me feel mim. School makes me want to cry. School makes me feel trapped. These were all responses that kids were putting were putting into Google uh, Google search. So these guys that are creating some, uh, I don't know if they're Christian. I, I I don't know anything about them, but I, I saw this this study uh, survey from Google caught my attention. And the question that was asked in this survey to kids is, how's your heart feeling today? Well, I mean, I think we've become more too self-centered and too self-focused. I mean, I, we really do. It's not really all about us, life. And I think we've raised a generation that kind of believes that and that everything kind of revolves around them. I mean, I, I'm just saying I love kids. I, I love kids. I, I, if I had my wish today, I'd be a youth pastor all over again. But, um, man, I, the responses are concerning. They should be very awakening to us. These responses are the raw sentiments of today's kids, this survey found. Their most commonly searched terms, the results of our sons and daughters taking to the Internet in hopes of finding answers to their overwhelming feelings of sadness and emptiness and worthlessness. These are the things that our kids are, are putting into Google search. A quick search of TikTok, this survey says, shows that videos containing the term school makes me depressed have 4.5 million views in, a, in a, just a short period of time while videos containing school makes me anxious have 8.7 million views, 8.7 million. So what are the kids trying to tell us? Are we listening? And this, they go on then to promote uh, their products and their, I think their educational products. I'm not sure. And I'm not here to to recommend them because I don't even know who it was really. I didn't have the time and didn't want to take the time to look further into it, except I wanted to see, the Google survey. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know there's, I, I know there's a lot of frustration in our world today. I see it on every hand. And I think you do as well. We see that which is normal and right and natural. We see it abused, being erased, pushed to the margins of our culture. The Los Angeles times this morning ran an article I got to share just a part of it with you. I, I will not put you through all of it. But this morning, the Los Angeles Times ran this article. And the headline says, Scientists studying rhesus monkeys find surprising benefits to same-sex relationships. The Los Angeles Times. I can promise you, in the next edition, the smaller newspapers across the country will run this same article because it fits the philosophy of the far left, the destructive far left. The story says this, it begins, quote, a group of monkeys is challenging humans' views on sexuality by showing that same-sex behavior among males strengthens their social networks and may even help them father more offspring. The findings reported this month in journal Nature, uh, Ecology, and Evolution suggest that same-sex behavior is not only natural in the animal kingdom, it can be socially advantageous. The study puts to rest, the study puts to rest, in other words, don't, don't you ever question this again. The study puts to rest the doubts of same-sex behavior occurring naturally in nature. So you see, God was wrong all along. The Bible is wrong. You're wrong. 
if you believe it's natural for a man and a woman to be married, to have children, to have sexual relations. No, you're wrong. This puts it to rest. Don't even ask. Don't talk about it. Don't open your Bibles and preach about this from the pulpit because we all know that's not true anymore. This study puts to rest the doubts of same-sex behavior occurring naturally in nature. That's the kind of thing our kids are being inundated with in school. The public is being told, well, those are the old beliefs. That's what they believed back in ancient times when the Bible was written by mere men who were confused. They didn't know a lot of things we know today. And on and on and on it goes. And all that plays out in the culture. You say, well, you know, that's just a, that's people's ideas. But the problem is people with powerful uh, places of influence push these kinds of things. I mean, it isn't just about sexuality, but that's the point of the spear. Every attack in our culture today has is related to the to human sexuality because it's a powerful drive that God put in men and women that they would come together and have children. That's how the human race sustains itself. But there's a war against that because it's a war not against sexual behavior, but it's a war against God himself who created us. And that's what we're experiencing today. And it plays out. It isn't just something that theologians talk about in in a you know in a second story Ivy League school somewhere. It plays out in our culture. We face it, our kids face it every day in school. They're being bombarded with this whole philosophy and all of the related philosophies that come out of this root philosophy that is condemned by God. It's despicable what's happening to our children today. It's despicable. You know that uh, the movie that's out, and I think some of you have heard it advertised on some of the stations where you're listening to me right now, Sound of Freedom. Sound of Freedom, you may not know, Disney (laughs) owned that film at one time. They did. The film cost about $15 million to make, and it, it uh, was promoted by a grassroots uh, crowdfunded publicity campaign. The Sound of Freedom is about to make $100 million this week. They're predicting it will go over a $100 million mark in gross income. The guys that own it now and are promoting it say all the bills are paid, and after the theaters take their 50%, the investors get the rest. Before this is over, these smart folks are looking at $50 million plus in profit on the film. God bless them. It's a good film. I mean, it's good in the sense of you need to see it. Disney once owned that, but they refused to air it. They wouldn't put it on the air and they wouldn't put it in theaters. This is the same Disney that lost nearly $900 million on its last eight films You put Indiana Jones and the dial of Kathleen Kennedy emasculating yet another childhood hero. Disney has likely lost about a billion dollars just in recent days on their feature films. I wonder what those losses would look like after Disney releases. They've got another one coming out called The Haunted Mansion this month. And in November, they're coming out with The Marvels, which looks like another woke sack of identity politics to me. 
I mean, I'm not a movie critic, but I, I can read and I pay attention to what I read. Disney argued that the PG-13 Sound of, of Freedom is about human trafficking from a faith-based, a Christian perspective. That it's been, <laughs> they argued that it was faith-based and they couldn't put it out because their their audience was not, this was back a couple of years ago, that their audience was diverse. And so uh, they said, but any, anybody that's familiar with, with their moral collapse recently uh, and the leader, this CEO Bob Iger, who has is, is really got some problems. But you got to ask yourself, Disney wanted nothing to do with a movie that appealed to Christians and had a Christian theme. Before he destroyed the company, Iger looked seriously at running for president as a Democrat. You can't win the Democratic nomination if you're guilty of releasing Christian-type movies or faith-based movies starring the guy who played Jesus, so... <laughs> What if the movie's a hit? They couldn't have that. I mean, that had to be the reasoning of Disney. There was no other reason for them not to put it out there. They got it through an acquisition of another company, but it was theirs for a period of time. What if it was another passion of the Christ? What if it made lots of money? Because they are constantly telling the culture that faith-based stuff doesn't, there's no market for it. Disney's been saying that for years, and others have been saying it as well. I'll tell you, finally, does anyone doubt that Disney is a company 100% dedicated to sexually grooming underage children? Well, that issue came to light in the media this last week. You should know about it. In fact, some are asking if disgraced Disney is going down. A couple of days ago, Iger mentioned from Sun Valley, Idaho, where he was at a conference there with some other big media moguls, he said he was putting a third of Disney up for sale. That's how bad it is. It's no longer the happiest place on earth. It's become the saddest place on earth. Mickey is weeping. So are millions of families. Ordinary people who gathered their families and went to Walt's place every year. The part of their vacation. Marjorie and I did that with our kids. We went to Disneyland often. Of course, we lived in Los Angeles for a, a few years, a number of years. And we went often. In fact, Disneyland back in the 70s had a night where all of the Sunday schools in Los Angeles were invited to come to Disneyland free. It was called Glass, Greater Los Angeles Sunday School Night. And everybody got in there. And they were all from all the churches all over Los Angeles. That was Disney's outreach to the churches, the Christian churches in Los Angeles. They have gone from that to this. Over those years. I'll tell you. Disney announced yesterday they're selling off a third of the company. According to Bloomberg Business. Walt Disney understood and embraced the idea that normal, ordinary families like to go to parks for family fun. In fact, the idea for Disneyland came to Walt Disney. by He told the story himself. He told it often when he was living and speaking publicly. He said he was sitting in a park watching his own kids play. He said he thought to himself, wouldn't it be great to have a park where parents and kids could play and have fun together? Disney had become the world's premier entertainment de destination. From that dream, that thought, as he sat on a park bench in a, in a park watching his kids play in Des Moines, Iowa, or somewhere, wherever they lived, I can't remember. 
But at some point, the leaders of Disney, the Disney parade that made everybody happy down Main Street in Disneyland and elsewhere, they made the decision to abandon Walt's ideas and become the leader of the Pride Parade. They bowed to a minority of people, putting pressure on them, including some of the Disney family, second and third generation. This has brought Disney to its knees with the quickly changing entertainment technology and the delivery systems. They're about to go under. They could drown. Oh, they'll sell off their assets. But Iger is not even doing the right thing. I'm not a business guy. But I'm telling you, you can't go on doing what they're doing, influencing and impacting and and trying to take children down the, down a destructive path without God allowing certain things to happen. God is only only allows these things to a certain point. While vacationing in Sun Valley, he lied to CNBC. He was talking to them. That's where he announced he was going to sell off about a third of the of the company. But he lied to them. They asked him. They said people are saying that Disney is sexually CNBC in Sun Valley just the other day. They said people are saying that well that Disney is is sexualizing young children. And he responded. He said he got very upset about it and. In fact, I wrote an article on this on this part of what I'm talking about today, and there's a I included a, a link to the video. You can see him saying this, but he's very agitated. He said, "We are a preeminent entertainer in the world." Well, he, he they were. He said, "We are proud of our track record." There, he said, "The notion that Disney is in any way sexualizing our children, quite frankly, is preposterous and inaccurate." Naturally, despite a pile of video evidence that proves the opposite. The CNBC person that was interviewing him didn't even challenge the lie. They just broadcast it as truth. Breitbart picked up on that on this yesterday afternoon. I saw they published an, an article, and they noted that Iger then pretended he was confident a pathetic neo-Nazi rally of about a dozen people outside Walt Disney World in June was totally 100% real and not a bunch of feds. He was mocking the, le- the, the right, the conservatives, and the families, the people that built Disneyland. And this isn't just about Disneyland. This is about a bigger issue in our culture today. It's horrifying. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's concerning to me that anyone would take the position, but particularly someone who has built an empire on Judeo-Christian values. I don't know if Walt was a Christian or not. I knew a second cousin of his once a long time ago. He was. He was a preacher. He was a, a an evangelist, in fact. But, man, you see these companies rise on values, and then you see them turn and attack the values that made them who they are. And you see how confused this culture really is. John Nolte was writing for Breitbart. He said in an article yesterday, a number of conservative news organizations are writing about Disney now, as you can imagine, because it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking on one side, and it, it angers you, righteously so, angers you on the other. But John Nolte is not a guy that is timid, 
But he was writing for Breitbart, and he said, I'm quoting him, want to know what's concurring to this open and proud child exploiter? Disney sponsoring transsexual prostitutes parading around in front of kids. He's right. They're doing that. He said, how about Disney deliberately inviting little kids to be exposed to fetishists? How about transsexuals on Disney kid shows? How about kids exposed to queen drag queens? How about all of this? Or this, he said. Bob Iger is a liar using his massive corporate power to sexually confuse little children, destroy their innocence, and turn them into something disturbed, sexualized, who can then be abused. He said what is Iger doing is what he's doing is grooming 101. He said one, earn the child's trust, two, normalize deviant and destructive behavior. Note he's expressing the anger of tens of millions of people. Normal people are not accepting this. That's why they're walking away from Disney. I mean, it's not hard to figure out what their problem is, but Iger just simply won't. He's committed. I mean, they're blind. They're walking in darkness, trying to feel their way along. Iger just signed a contract extending his reign over Disney to 2026, so that means there's going to be another few years of this kind of thing being pumped into the pumped into the culture. Bloomberg, in their article, they announced that he was going to be selling off a, a third of the company. Uh, it sounded like pretty immediately. They try to make all of Disney's decline kind of related to, and their moral backsliding, kind of all related to a changing technology world. And in truth, there it is changing. And the old ways that television broadcast is, is, is in decline. It just is. And the people in the industry know that. And they have these hundreds of billions of dollars in assets of TV stations that are soon not going to be worth anything close to what they paid for them. They're very aware of this. I, I follow that in the industry just out of personal interest. But anyway, Bloomberg said in their article yesterday, Netflix just had its best month in years and Disney is looking to sell its TV assets. What does that mean about the future of Hollywood? This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg also said Iger put roughly a third of the company up for sale this week. He said he's looking to sell it to restructure. It's stunning if inevitable turn of events for an executive who spent much of his career working in TV for a company that relied on cable networks. He said Disney's media networks generated 35% or $24.8 billion of company revenue, more than 50% of $7.5 billion of its operating. Do you know that Disney Plus, that's the Disney Channel, Disney Plus, the new channel they put out, I can't remember when they uh, introduced it, but it's been, I don't know, two or three, four years now at least. But last month, or last quarter, not last month, last quarter, Disney Plus lost 4 million subscribers in just one quarter. That's how bad it is with them. And yet they're slogging on, putting more into their efforts to try to, Change the culture. I'll tell you. I don't know much about a deal between Apple and Disney, but the rumor is out there that Apple probably will make an offer to buy out all of Disney in the near future. I do know that God is in control, and I know that God will only allow these kinds of things to go so far, and then he will intervene. 
I know that from Scripture. We need to work while it is still day, for the night cometh when no man can work. Thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.